0: it runs a gamut i i just feel lucky that the that the super fan the orville superfans are are for the most part super sweet yeah and like to and like to break my chops on the internet and i know <laughs> about 75 people who are going to take credit for this thing if you which you should put out that i've said this and and then they can all laugh at me cuz they'll all be the one that i'm talking about and i'm going to let them guess which ones i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> nice so Hey, I'm Tom Costantino the Orville, and you're listening to Spoiler Country.
1: Human beings of the world, it's time to enter the spoiler verse. Through our secret portal at the exclusive Arctic Club in beautiful downtown Seattle, with John and Kenrick. Welcome to Spoiler Country.
2: Hey, if you're listening to our show for the first time and you're on one of the social medias that we're on, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any of those kinds of things, you should always check us out on scpod.net. But if you want to keep up with our latest episodes, you should bring out your smartphone, get into your favorite podcatcher,
3: find Spoiler Country, and hit subscribe. Then you'll get all our new stuff. And if you want to reach out to us, you can do that in two ways. You can call us, leave us a voicemail at 707-656-2080. Again, 707-656-2080. Or you can shoot us an email at spoilercountry at gmail.com.
2: Citizens of the Republic of Spoilerverse, welcome back to Spoiler Country. I'm Kenrick Regan. That is Mr. Horsley. And today on the show, well, I say this quite a bit.
0: They yeah, have a do. special
2: show for
3: you. But they're all special in their own way.
2: They are all special in their own way. This is true. Like all the children of the world, all of them are special in their own way. But when I tell you that we have a very special one today, uh, it is no lie. If you are someone who loves the ins and outs of TV, uh, maybe you're a fan of Orville. Yeah. Then you really want to pay attention to this one uh, because we were lucky enough to get Tom Constantino, uh, co-producer
3: of Orville, on the show. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. It was uh, – we had a good time. We had a real good time tonight talking with him about everything from the O.J. Simpson trial to the Orville to just uh, – 48 hours. Forty. I mean, everything. It was so great. It was, it you was know, a lot of Heroes fun.
2: Reborn. Yeah. You know, he – he was on here. He was editing on Heroes Reborn. That got him his job on here on oh, no, on Heroes. Got his job on Orville. <laughs> back in time, <laughs> yeah, back in time. <laughs> Anyways, he was just a pleasure to talk with.
3: He was so much fun to talk about that I can't. I cannot wait to have him come back on and talk about more stuff. You
2: know, it was kind of flattering. What's that? We have two bumpers that you guys are going to hear. And a bumper, for those who don't know, I think a lot of people do know what a bumper is. But if you don't know, a bumper is like, sometimes you hear a little audio segment at the beginning of the podcast. It'll say, yeah. hey, I'm so-and-so of so-and-so. And then our podcast starts. That's a bumper. Yeah. But you're going to yeah. have two bumpers on this one, just because one, I really, really love talking with Tom. And he gave yeah. us a great bumper of, of for him and Orville. But then he gave us another bumper at the very beginning, before we even started the interview, that- he said, go ahead and use this because he is an editing and After Effects professional. That's what he does. And yep. he said, our production is one of the cleanest sounding ones he's ever been
3: on. Well, let's just hear him say it. I mean. How about I we should, just put it right here? Yeah, right here.
0: I, I just want to say this is the crispest audio I've heard in a long time over any sort of Skype or Zoom. Nice. Nice. Yeah, this is, this is pretty impressive.
2: Yeah, we don't mess around, man.
0: Yeah. No, no. And yeah, no, seriously, you, you may, you should air that part. I am, I am shocked at how clean this is. <laughs> oh, you know what? We're going to. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
3: That means we're doing something right.
0: Thinking as a person in production. <laughs>
2: right.
3: But I have, I have to agree, Tom. <laughs> we do sound great. We put a lot of time and effort into research and making us sound good. So that we, I, it makes me so happy that somebody in the business is like, hey, you guys sound great. Yep. I, it's like all this hard work has paid off.
2: Big and professional hold. person in the business that this is what he does. You know, yeah. he works in media and he said, you guys sound great. And I just was like, oh, you just made our year, man. Right. I'm,
3: we can, we're, we're going to retire now. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just kidding. We're not, I, I, have, I have too much fun doing this.
2: Well, it's just funny because like, I don't know if people understand the dynamics of John and I's relationship, but a lot of times you'll hear, I do a lot of the vocalization of things and John does a lot of the stuff in the background. Um, yeah. He just, you know, the whole website uh, the way we schedule everything, you know, this literally—not to be cliche or lame—but you're like literally the wings beneath my wings. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the wind, I am the wind beneath your wings. <laughs> yes, and yes.
2: It's just so funny. But when it comes to like how the equipment we use, uh, the way we do certain things, I am a—I'll get wild hairs—and I just continually trying to find what's the best thing for us to do this way.
3: Yeah, how can we sound better? How can we, how sound, can we sound better? Always, yeah. It's always a, a, a constant pursuit, for perf- constant pursuit, a constant pursuit of perfection.
2: Yeah, and <laughs> I drive Johnny nuts because every time I say, "Hey, I think I found something," in his head is, "Great." He just cost me at least two hundred dollars to four hundred dollars
3: every single time
2: and time. So it was it was awesome to hear him say that. But you know what? I'll digress. Let's just get yeah. into the interview and listen. All right, guys, we are back. And today on the show, it's going to be a lot of fun because if you watched American Ninja Warrior, maybe you you were a big fan of Heroes Reborn or you love Orville, then today we have associate producer... I'm not too sure if you have an editor on your title still. Tom yeah, Constantino. I'm
0: act- actually strangely enough, it's it's it because I can never but it's it's co-producer slash supervising editor, but oh co-producer slash supervising Tom. editor.
2: <laughs> Tom Constantino. Thanks for coming <laughs> on, man. <laughs> Thanks. It's been a lot of uh it's been a weird time, right? In the midst of this COVID nineteen. Everybody's doing staying yeah. at home. How is working on Orville going right now?
0: Uh well, uh, we have been lucky enough to sort of get some remote action going. So, you know, we had stopped kind of in the middle of shooting yeah. as everyone in Hollywood did literally. Uh, and we're just trying to, you know, get that for lack of a better word, get that material into the pipeline, the effects pipeline and just try and, you know, get whatever we can partially produced because whenever we all get back we're expecting to hopefully go full steam, you know?
2: Yeah. Have you guys heard anything down there? Of when, like up here, the University of Washington did a model of yeah. the pandemic and the relation to Washington State, and they're estimating, and they're usually pretty good about the stuff. They're estimating May eighteenth that Washington State gets pretty much back to normal.
0: Well, that's, I mean, that would be great. I, I am, I, I, I'm of the more conservative side. I also, yeah, <laughs> I have families in the who's in the uh, medical industry, and their predictions are more. Conservative. I mean, I do think this social distancing thing is amazing. The problem is, is there's a big difference between hey, you guys all don't have to stay in your house to hey, let's stick 200 people in a wood box and start filming again with cameras and extras.
2: Huge difference.
0: And and that's the that's to me is the thing. Like you know, that's the difference. Uh, I I don't expect a baseball game anytime soon.
2: Yeah, it's kind of weird, man. It's. I don't understand. how. Like I'll go f- for necessities to the store and I have yeah. an actual respirator like the painters use. Yeah. You know? right. And I'll put that on. I mean, I don't, I don't care, man. You're not I, messing I'm messing around there. Yeah. I'm not messing around, you know, and I got my rubber gloves on and everything. And I go out and there's so many people not wearing any kind of gloves. And then we all have these friends that are just rallying against wearing a mask. And I'm like, that's your yeah. line in the sand, <laughs> a mask. <laughs> I,
0: I, you know, here's like, I, I'm not going to, Everyone has their own motivations, but mm-hmm. I'll, 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 this is my diplomatic answer. You, you, you guys like the movie Casino? Yeah. Remember yeah. when uh, uh, what's his name was it? Uh, uh, Re- Reno, Reno, Remo, Remo's in the back, right? It's uh, you know he's like the degenerate gambler, uh, lead, you know, head of the mafia. Yeah. And and they're talking about um, uh, Andy Stone, right? And he's like, oh, he's a solid guy, he won't do anything. And then Remo just goes. Eh. Why take a chance? And so they kill him. It's kind of like <laughs> it's like there's no harm in wearing the mask. So you know why take a chance? Yeah. You know this is this is like Russian roulette to some degree. And you know you might be fine. You may be asymptomatic. You also may be dead. Right. So why screw around?
2: Right. Plus the people that you might give it to.
0: Well, that's yeah. I mean, of course, that's the real.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. You can
0: infect somebody. I mean. We don't really know what this thing is, you know. I and I'm not a scientist. I'm not going to pretend to be a scientist, but right. I'm I'm all for logic and science and evaluation and making sure that you know people aren't pennywise pound foolish. It sucks. The economy shut down. It's a mess. But you know, it's going to be worse. A second wave.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, Doctor Fauci said the fall. Get ready. Yeah,
0: yep. I, I, that's all I'm saying is that like, there's no shortcuts you're going to pay now or pay later. So yeah. I'm all for paying and getting over with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Explaining so all this to my 17 year old son
3: who wants to go everywhere all the time is very difficult right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no. I, I, I'm i look, and I'm not, I you know, we all have our own financial pressures. I mean, yeah, I saw somewhere it wasn't quoted to anybody, but you know, we're not all in the same boat, but we are all in the same storm. So yeah, not to be so cliche, but yeah, analogy. everybody has their own experience. So I wouldn't think that someone who's, completely living paycheck to paycheck. I'm not saying that I'm rolling in it, but you know, yeah, it, it, everyone's got their own pressure, but, but the longer we all argue about it and drag it out, the longer it's going to be a disaster.
2: Yeah. The worse is going to be. Yeah.
0: yeah. This is my two cents.
2: No, it's good. I like it. I love the analogy too of the storm.
0: Yeah, so I, I, I I'm not the author. I I, I borrowed it. There, there was no attributed author. I so <laughs> Can't take credit.
2: <laughs> that was all Tom Constantino. Everybody heard that here first, right? hundred yeah, <laughs> percent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that happened with the Yoda meme, by the way. What you? I the- shared a I shared a Yoda meme that someone else had done. Yeah, and and it, obviously I do, I made it into clear in my Twitter post that I did it, and then it went like viral, and then so I'm on all these like Variety articles and stuff about like like the you know. Um, baby yoda uh you know jokes right and i'm like oh, oh god like i would have like i would have like put an arrow to it it's like i don't want to steal anybody's jokes but it's like all right too late now uh, that's <laughs> the funny Yoda me went- okay boomer joke it wasn't even that funny <laughs> literally just like it was like a toss-off thing like walking to the bathroom oh it's funny i retweeted dude how was- speaking of
2: boomers how glad are you that you're gen x and not a boomer
0: oh well i've been glad i've been a gen xer since it was not cool we have the coolest
2: <laughs> but we have the coolest uh name for a generation
0: yeah we've always been the ones with no uh you know no love and just kind of doing our thing and <laughs> right? getting the worst of both worlds
2: <laughs> all the millennials blaming the boomers like man we've been dealing with them forever
0: what are you talking about oh yeah no kidding like we did <laughs> yeah we had to deal with it too it's like yeah it's but we're getting our day in the sun <laughs> yeah so so let's, let's go in the way back machine.
2: Yeah. And I got to know, how <laughs> was working on the trial of OJ Simpson?
0: Oh my God. You guys really did your homework. Uh, you know what? It was crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, that was, uh, so I did that for the BBC. It was yeah. The first thing I ever did on Avid for those who know your tech, I, um, I had, I had actually gotten lured away. I was in advertising and got lured away from them with the promise of, I used to work on this thing called the iMix TurboCube Cube and, and, but the part of the get thing was taking this gig for the BBC and we were the o- we were England's only source of OJ Simpson, uh, media. And it was like a full up BBC wow. production, like really, really accomplished producers and reporters working 120 hours a week. Yeah. And I'm not kidding about the hours we would put in uh, taking every single file tape and every single, like, you know, remember that was a recorded, they recorded the entire trial Yeah, and condensing it to two hours a week for british consumption so it was a mad dash and it was nuts but i i mean i've forgotten some of it but i knew more about the oj simpson trial than than probably uh you know um uh, what's her name uh, patricia clark
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, got a, uh, I got a I uh i got a I got a little trivia for yeah, you patricia. yeah sorry so when it comes to oj simpson um Marcia clark had a secretary yes and her name was cheryl Is it Cheryl? Yeah. Cheryl ended up working at the time, like right after the trial. So this is 97, 98. I'm working for Xerox and I'm literally working in the copy center at Microsoft in Redmond, Washington, making copies full on the dude from um, what's his name from silent lives. Copy guy Rob Schneider.
0: Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Yeah. Wait, you mean the IT IT dude, the move guy? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, making copies. <laughs> making yeah. copies. Oh, no, I was yeah. thinking of Jimmy Fallon.
2: Yeah, that's Jimmy Fallon. Making
0: but copies, that guy, right?
2: Cheryl was the head secretary for Marsha Clark. And, and Christopher Darden during the whole yeah. trial. I can't
0: believe I called her Patricia Clark, my band, like I said, my aren't. <laughs> yeah, Christopher Darden actually. <laughs> it's okay. I thought Christopher Darden was badass before anyone thought, you know, because we, we, we saw all these tapes. Anyway, sorry, go ahead.
2: Yeah. So she told me something really interesting, and I don't know that it's ever been like publicly known, you know, but she said her, because she worked with Marsha like every day. Mm-hmm. And for like 15 years before all the way up to that trial. Yeah. And she told me that Marsha and Christopher never thought OJ actually did the murder himself. They thought he was there. They thought his oldest son from his previous marriage did it because wow. they're similar in size and everything they did was that he covered up and he hated Nicole Brown. And I was wow. like, "What? That's insane."
0: <laughs> That's interesting. You know, I, that is one thing I I never heard. What I what I did, what I will say is that it was a very, nothing is black and white, yeah. no puns intended. It's, you know, these there's a lot of evidence that goes into these things, you know. I I, I mean, I don't, I'm almost as scared to share my opinion. Do I think from what, the, from every tape I saw, do I think he was guilty beyond a reasonable doubt? Uh, I don't know if they fully proved it. Yeah. You know. Based on everything I saw, do I think that maybe Mark Furman could have done something? Possibly, yeah. It's like that kind of thing where yeah. they throw so much noise up that it's even if I mean I literally watched every hour, and even I was like, uh, I mean, you know, I you know what you maybe think in your, you know, what you you have your personal feelings, but but it, by the letter of the law, has this been proven? And it's you know, you don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that's, I don't that's know. That's the thing is that, you know, if you have enough resources, you can muddy the waters enough to get yourself acquitted. I'm not saying that specifically about this case. I'm saying, but that, right. is, that is how this works.
2: That's crazy. It's it's kind of crazy because I, I don't know. I found it interesting. She just said that, you know, they didn't think they could, they had enough evidence for the sun, but they thought they were 100% sure they can get OJ. And they thought that OJ planned everything. And I was like, this is insane. Wow, that's.
0: That's insane. Never made it. Yeah, I never. We never heard a single thing about that.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, you know, who knows? I mean, listen. She worked with us at the copy center. Who knows? You know what I mean? I can't. (laughs) I I couldn't even confirm that she really was who she said she was.
0: Yeah. At the end of the day, look. I'll be honest with you. I've seen things I cannot unsee, and I've had people tell me things that were supposedly the the truest of true, and find out to be not remotely true. So, right. I, 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 it's literally pictures of it didn't happen <laughs> <is the> <laughs> right. right. my life now. Video of it I mean didn't like, happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean like non Photoshop pictures that I can analyze that it didn't happen. <laughs> right.
3: All I know about so, the OJ trial is I was in eighth grade when it happened. And I bet oh my, my friend God. Nick yeah. about it that he, I bet that OJ was going to not get, I was going to give me, because not guilty. And I won his green magic card deck off of him for it. That's, that's my, my uh, OJ story. Wow.
0: No, but I also like, I mean, I think the documentary about OJ, I think that, you know, the one that was at ESPN did. Yeah, I think that was a really complex look at at the at the race situation in Los Angeles and around the country and, you know, how multi layered this all can be. And, uh, you know, I, I think I think, you know, it might be about one single murder, but all these kind of cases are about many levels about American society. You know, same thing with the with the with the riots and all that other stuff. I mean, I'm not gonna. You know, it, it, things are not as simple as they seem. You know, and I know it gets boiled down to he's guilty, he's not guilty. You know, you're a jerk for thinking he's guilty, you're a jerk for thinking he's not guilty. But a lot of things build up to that, especially in a trial that takes place over a freaking year. You know. Right. Right. So, yeah. It was that was a crazy right. time.
2: I remember, I, I remember seeing the white Bronco go down the street the first time, yeah. and I was like. What is going on? They're like OJ's in there, and I'm like OJ Simpson, the guy from the TV commercials that was on Naked Gun.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, that's, you know, I had a really surreal experience. We, my friend and I went to go see the movie Speed. And we came out, and that was on the TV in the bar, and we were like, "What?" Because we were like, "We just watched a, we just watched a, a high speed highway <laughs> chase, and then all of a sudden it's a slow chase." We were like, Are "We do we do too many drugs? Like what's going on here?"
2: Right, right. It gets kind of weird. It. Yeah, it was surreal. That whole that whole yeah. thing was surreal.
0: Yeah, that was an interesting time. I mean, it was. I was sort of as. I mean, in hindsight, I was glad I worked on it because I got to, you know, I learned more about DNA analysis. So, I mean, you know, state of the art at the time. It's changed since then that I ever would have in, my, in any other right. form. So,
2: well, that was your. So, like you said, that was like your best, your big foray into TV, really, right?
0: Uh, yeah, I would say that was my first foray into into. Uh, quote-unquote broadcast television and i spent a bunch of years working in mtv and i was in new york you know i grew up in new york and uh you know so i did that um and i worked my favorite 48 hours you know cbs news for a long time that's awesome yeah
2: so (laughs) i have to ask what was it like working on the um the salt and pepper show
0: oh man that was fun as all hell yeah yeah i i mean they that god that stuff was funny. I mean, to be honest with you, I because that's like a reality show, right? Yeah, but and tonally, like the guys who went on to go, they own a company called McGilla, and they did. Uh, god, they 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 ended up um, they ended up doing uh, what's her name, the the Long Island uh, Medium, and um, oh yeah, uh, did they do moonshiners? Like they've gone on to done a bunch of like your any reality show that you might like, they have probably had some, had some, um, part in it and they were producers on the show and they were trying to push it towards comedy. Yeah. And this was in like the, you know, even though it was like 2007, it was sort of in the, it was in the, it was, people were still doing things as docu follows and not really scripting unscripted. Right. So it was sort of a bit of an experiment in time. Um, but they came up with some brilliant stuff. I kind of wish that show would have lasted longer because they were actually, they actually ended up being kind of like quasi, Real life, but also quasi-scripted half-hour comedies. Yeah. Also, I happen to love Salt and Pepper, so I don't really. You know, <laughs> Dude, I, I, I don't care. I listen they to those girls because
2: that's what got me, girls.
3: <laughs> Dude I
0: love? Yeah, I love
3: them. They're great. Oh
0: no, no, no! Their Salt and amazing. I'm sorry, I don't just. Uh, please debate me, fight me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Dude, one of my little bands did a rock cover of Shoop, so I, I you know. They're great. Oh, oh
0: seriously, that's amazing. Did you really? That's amazing.
3: Yeah, we did a we did a rock cover of the song Shoop of us of us all wrapping it out, and it's it's oh my god, ridiculously it? bad, but oh my god it's funny. I I, I haven't recorded, and it's so terrible. It's like a garage recording from my like oh, high let's school. Let's put it at the so end of this great. episode.
0: Yeah.
2: At the end. Oh god. Right, okay. I want to hear it. Yeah, let's put it at the end of the episode. All the the fade out music will happen, and then yeah. Johnny Horsley doing Shoop is gonna is gonna start. <laughs> oh, oh, oh so I love bad. this.
0: By the way, the guys who did that, that was a cool company too. The guy, uh, a company called Left Right. They actually, yeah. uh, they invented, um, you know, they, what, God, they've done a million things. See, see, my brain, see, I told you my brain's mush, but they, uh, they did, uh, what was it? Not Mob, was it Mob Wives for VH1? Is that right? Uh, I don't Is that remember. the name of the show? They've, they've done a ton of stuff. They do the circus now for Showtime. They're another mm-hmm. good company, another pioneering company out of yeah. New York. These are my old unscripted days. Who, wasn't it the, uh.
2: Oh, what was her name? God, the the, the blonde bombshell. She, Anna Cole Smith show. Did they do that? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> but you it's know, around I like that time. Like it, I
0: said, I, if I knew you were going to ask, I would have I refreshed my memory. Because yeah. everything <laughs> since before 2008 is somehow a blur. <laughs> 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 but I, I would have. Uh, yeah. No, no. I, I forget it. did Anna Nicole Smith. But, you know, there was a whole. And still, there's a thriving New York uh, unscripted documentary scene but yeah those were the those were the the heyday years they're literally to the mid to late 2000s that's cool experimental times experimental times can be. so yes.
2: heroes reborn yes you got on that show how was it it didn't quite do the numbers that heroes did uh yes. i think it only went for like a year right or did it go two
0: yeah it went for a year um I enjoyed it a lot. I really liked Tim Kring and he had me in this other show called dig, mm-hmm. which was a Jason Isaacs show. But they got, that show got a little messed up because they were filming in, you know, they, I think they were filming in Israel and there was like a,
1: Oh, like I a remember that
0: broke out or something. And they had to like move production in the middle, which kind of messed things up oh, a bit. Wow. But, um, I really, I really, he put a lot of trust in me and my other fellow editor, Sean, and uh, another friend of mine, James, who I used to work with on CSI Miami, and yeah. we got we got to have some we got to have some fun with it, and got to sort of play with the material. I mean, you know, I I, I mean, I was a fan of the first heroes. I mean, I think it probably not having Hayden Pantier would have been you know that probably would have changed it a little. It was hard to write around new characters. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Well, they're trying to that catch that of, lightning
2: it, twice, right?
0: Yeah, and, and lightning it's impossible to do that yeah it had some it had some it had some great elements it's just you know sometimes people are into it and sometimes there it isn't i mean there was the you know the first and second episode i thought were great and they should have you know should have the pilot was great it just you know i don't know sometimes things just don't take off or it's like it's just it's like past it's
2: i'll be honest i saw the commercials for it to start right and i was like oh cool i loved heroes and you know, and I, and I was kind of hoping it'd be a lot of the same characters. I can't remember who the showrunner was that left. Yeah, it
0: was Tim Crane. It was Tim. Uh, the, the, at the beginning? Of Heroes?
2: Yeah, the very first. Yeah, Heroes, the first iteration of Heroes. First yeah, season so, one? Yeah,
0: it was he, he did both that in the reboot.
2: Okay. Okay, yeah. So I remember seeing the commercials and I was excited to watch it. And I was like, oh, cool, this is going to be good. And then I, I didn't know when it was on. It was like the marketing just... I don't know if it fell flat or something because I honestly, I didn't know it was on. And then when I finally like started, I saw something on the internet, you know what I mean? Oh, heroes is, I was like, Oh, I'm going to go watch it. It was over and it was canceled. And I was like,
0: what? Well, I'll be honest with you. I think it would actually do better now because one or one, it feel like people know how to do the reboots now. Plus also like, uh, it was the earlier days of Netflix. I know five years ago doesn't seem like the earlier days of Netflix, right. but it, it was.
2: <laughs> right. You
0: know, now it's like streaming is the whole thing. I right. feel like people's appetite for programming would allow it to, like, get itself to give its you know, give it a second to get some legs. Right. You know, it's like hard on broadcast. They have metrics they need to hit right away. And that's the way the business works. I don't I don't judge it. But right you know, That's just, it I is think what it if, is. if they gave it some time to find its sea legs, it might have, you know, sprawled into something interesting. I also got to meet Wendy and Lisa who did the music. Oh, nice. And I'm a Prince fan, so it, nothing else matters.
2: <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, I didn't even mean to do that. Oh, yeah, that was, sorry. Uh, no, but all kidding, all kidding, all kidding aside, no, I, it was a, it was a great experience, you know, I mean, getting to be able to sort of you know, do some fun things with the material that I never got to do before. Yeah. And that actually now helps me on the work I do now. So
2: That's awesome. That's awesome. That's an honest
0: answer.
2: Yeah. Can't ask for more than that. Yeah. So let's get into Orville a little bit. Do you mind? Sure. So
0: go please. (laughs)
2: How, well, I always like to leave that kind of, this kind of stuff for last, because I always feel like you probably get a thousand questions about Orville when you go on a podcast or you go <laughs> yeah. to a con and it's just like, I want to learn. I, I, I like the journey of how you got to places. That's, yeah. I'm, that's, I'm,
0: just, I'm just shocked. You asked me that stuff. I'm like, Oh, I would have got more prepared.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's just more fun though. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah. cause I'll be honest, man. There was a long time that I just, I totally winged it. You know what I mean? And then it always ended up being, you know, you're asking the same questions that everybody else is asking. That's boring, you know? Yeah.
0: So, Oh, I don't, and I don't mind. I mean, look, I don't, I don't mind. I mean, uh, there's also new answers to old questions. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. So how did you get on Orville? Well, ironically enough, uh, one of the people who worked on uh, heroes were born and dig introduced me to that crew. That's awesome. And, uh, I, uh, I went in for some interviews and I was up against it with, you know, first it was a lot of people, then it was less people. And then, um, Luckily enough, I mean, I think I have told this story before, but I uh, end up in a room with John Favreau and Seth, and uh, we ended up starting talking about Star Trek and Star Wars. Yeah. And twenty minutes later, I, I went to the bar because I was so nervous, you know, because you know, I mean, I love Star Trek. Like, oh, I was great to like. Am I putting obviously John Favreau? I mean, I was I have a lot of respect for Seth, you know, as creatives, you know, putting the professional side. Like, I freaking love Star Trek. I'm like, oh my god, they're doing a, they're doing a whatever it was at the time, you know, a an homage to end up a star Trek, like, you know, and I had already seen some of the sets and, you know, the draw, like, you know, the, the, all the, the sets were being built and all the freaking um, you know, a concept art was all over the hall. And, yeah. you know, and I saw some of the previous, so I knew what the show, the potential it was going to be. And I was like, Oh my God, they've invented my dream job. What happens <laughs> if I don't get my dream job? Yeah. So then I went to the, there's a bar, a hotel bar Peninsula nearby. And, because I was so nervous, I down to martini and halfway in the martini, I got the call that I got the job. Oh, nice. And then I finished the martini. Yes, which was good because yet again, I had managed to, I was supposed to go on a family trip. And for the fifth year of in a row, I had, had to postpone it for work. So uh, at least it had a happy ending because much to the chagrin of my family that I seemed to manage to always not fly out together or drive right. out together. But come on,
2: (laughs) you're like, yeah, "Yeah, but I get to work with Seth MacFarlane and John Favreau. Yeah.
0: And (laughs) and still working with Seth to this day, working for Seth, with Seth, for Seth. I I don't want to, I don't, I want to make sure that, you know, everyone knows he's, you know, happy to do whatever the hell the man needs.
2: Yeah. How, what does he like to work for?
0: Uh, You know, I've learned more from him from a standpoint. I mean, he's going to get mad at me for saying this, but like, he's one of those guys that happens to be several steps ahead yeah, and sometimes you go, "Are you sure about that?" I oh, I see what you were doing, and it's usually like four months later. <laughs> you're like, "Oh, you were ahead of the oldest." I got this <laughs> thing. The no, genius. no, I mean it's like uh, Seth is one of the kind of showrunner that you're like he's so dedicated to it, and so I don't mean like crazily so, but like he's you want somebody who's who's really not pushing the material. I shouldn't say pushing the material. You want somebody who's 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 really cares enough. To fight for what he wants right and i mean that from the creative standpoint because you know sometimes a lot of these projects you get on are done by committee and i always find those to have the quickest deaths so you know plus he's funny as fuck and yeah. he's a huge yeah. and he's a and he's a huge uh, sci-fi you know deep bench sci-fi fan so you know
2: when you see him on interviews is that is that him
0: yeah yeah, that's him, but he's also like a real person too. You
2: yeah, but you know what <laughs> you I mean. Know? I mean yeah. that, that sounds terrible. Is that him? Of course it's him. But I, I yeah, yeah. But sometimes you meet people and you can kind of tell that, or you see you watch people enough that you can kind of tell, okay they're they're playing to their public persona. You know you know what I mean. But he comes across kind of bashful in a lot of ways, kind of shy in a lot of ways on some of those interviews. Yeah. And very not so gregarious.
0: Self-professed, you know, he's he likes to. He's a bit introvert. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying any anything out of school. He's, but yeah, you know, he's a you know, yeah. I mean, he's a he's a super smart, He's a whip smart guy. He's funny as fuck, but he doesn't tell a joke every ten seconds. Right, you know? it's like, right. It's I mean that you know, we would get nothing done. Right. You know, he's not. He doesn't need to perform for the people he knows. Right. <laughs> so well, he's, yeah, I mean, he's... I think people think that like you know, it's like you got to be on all the time, but there's just no. too much shit to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: No, I, I would. I think that would annoy me after a while. If you had to work with yeah. somebody that was just on, constantly on, that would be like, oh, my God.
0: I no, but I've worked done. for some – and I'm not saying this has anything to do with Seth. I've worked for some people who feel the need to be on all the time, and that's all well and good. But then you spend time waiting for them to actually get some work done.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah.
0: Um, well, he just seems like a really cool guy. Like I watched yeah. him
2: – what is that show that's on on the BBC? And the guy will have like three or four – people oh
0: a uh, Graham Norton yeah
2: I saw him on the Graham yeah. Norton show and he just seemed like he just seemed like a really cool dude
0: <laughs> yeah he's cool I mean like I said you, you want to seth's gonna be one of those guys when you I mean he's long gone you're gonna find out all the charitable things he did that he's doing probably as we speak and you'll yeah. never find out until someone decides to report it to the paper oh. so you
2: know how many times I've watched um, a
0: thousand ways to die in the west oh, or a million oh, ways to die that. in the west <laughs> I've watched that
2: stupid show so many times I love it
0: yeah no, it's you know the thing is that was also like it's funny the Orville is a little like you know, I think people wanted to box, his certain style into a corner, and so he's been smartly breaking out of that, and I think yeah. the the Western was probably the first attempt, you know, um, and I think the Orville is becoming what he's always envisioned it, and, and it's way and it's
2: you it's know so very good.
0: healthy for that.
2: The Orville is so good, and it's like we were talking before. Like, post or pre before we actually started the interview and yeah. I love Star Trek. I love the Star Trek discovery. I don't understand why why some of the flack that it's gotten with some friends, but I think it's tremendous. I think Picard is tremendous, but yeah. or- Orville is just, it's different. It It's steeped more in realism to me where Star Trek is yeah. like highbrow sci-fi and, and, and his reactions and the people's reactions to things is how I feel like, okay, that's more realistic.
0: Yeah. Well, that's part of the, it's part of the, you know, it's part of the charm of the show. It's part of what's written into the fabric that it's more workmanlike. And uh, also, um, you know, we don't, I mean, in fairness, we we have to adhere to the own canon that we're creating. When, yeah. Believe me, we're going to, you know, end up boxing ourselves into our own corners with our own canon. But like, you know, Star Trek has to deal with you know, half a century worth of canon. It's, you're going to run into <laughs> a pitfall somewhere, somehow. It's, believe me, you know, as a fan of, Star Trek I even you know even I can You know I've learned to be much Softer now that I've had to make this stuff <laughs> it's, like, it's like I can't be as I can't be as Critical as I was before because I know The poor people pouring their soul into It yeah uh, Somewhere in a dark room <laughs> <laughs> Who came up I
2: gotta ask you this because I don't know There is just scenes in Orville that I feel like will Live in, t- in TV history As some of the funniest what? ever
0: and well, thank well, I didn't write it, but I thank you for the people who did. <laughs> oh, man.
2: Gordon getting his leg cut off. Yeah. Is unbelievably was, classic.
0: See, this is one of those things that like we had the scripts and you know, they were mostly written in season one, so we knew where the show was going. I actually cut that scene. Oh nice. Um so I yeah. That was the episode I mean they were they were all coming, but that was the episode where I was like, okay we're, we're going to just do things differently here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah, I, that, that, that was, that was, um, kind of amazing. Actually, strangely enough, I mean, without, I, I don't remember all the details, but we actually, to make it a little more emotional, cause we were learning our balance, the scene where Gordon talks to Isaac, you know, he's dead. Yeah. Right. And, and Gordon has a quite a little moment with him. We actually shot that later on to add some context in, so, you know, we were finding some of our feet too, but I think it adds a nice emotional core to the show. And, you know, cause the show really is about relationships. So, yeah. Um, you know, but like it was first season, you know, you're learning your, you're, you're, you're learning your way. It's so good though. <laughs> yeah. No, there's, you know, we laugh too. We're allowed to laugh at our own. I mean, we do fun. <laughs> <shit funny. laughs>
2: How was the transition from Fox to Disney?
0: Uh, well, it's mostly seamless. Um, you know, they we're still operated by Fox studios and yeah, you know, there's, there's some more paperwork and there's some other, other things, but they've been, I mean, Fox was, has been great to the show and Disney Fox has been great to the show. So yeah, it's, you know, it's, yeah, it, it, I would not say there was a change. The only change was, is one day the building, say 20th century Fox, about one o'clock in the morning and i know because i was there because i was working yeah they came around and they changed everything out <laughs> oh wow in 20 minutes and the next <laughs> day it was fox that was that was i would say that was weirder than working for the thing but um yeah no no it's uh it's a lot of the same people and you know obviously there's you know obviously major corporate restructuring and yeah you know, i don't take away from that but for our show it was you know showing up to fox and shooting a space show and then the next day was showing up to fox and shooting a space show. Right. So.
2: Not a lot of change. That's good. That's good though. That keeps not things. A lot of change. No, I mean,
0: there are, like I said, there's, there's more boring technical changes that do not make an interesting podcast. Right. Paperwork and such. And we can have a form seminar Form 23 on that, is now at form
2: 22A-D. <laughs> Our yeah. TPS reports need to be filed yeah. daily now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
0: like, yeah, <laughs> it's that kind
2: of thing. Two years on broadcast Fox. Now you yeah. guys are going onto Hulu and That's right How excited are you to be on a streaming? I mean it kind of opens it up to do more to be a little less you're not as restrictive on on the edits, right You can kind of be a little bit more yes, edge. We, we
0: yeah the time constraint has been helpful. Um, you know the show will feel more expansive. Um, you know we can cut things for story, not for time. That's a big deal.
3: Yeah, that's, that's cool. You know,
0: we're trying to hit that clock. It works for some shows, like you know, I worked on 911, and you know that that propulsive time clock. I mean, yes, it sucks getting out those last two, three minutes, but you know, it, it helps drive the. It, it, it I think it. it I just should say it helps, but it you can you can make it work to your advantage. Us, it's like things are very interweaved inside the story, and when you have to like slash and burn something, it ripples down four episodes. It's, it gets more complicated.
2: When you go to Hulu, you guys, you're not doing like 22 episodes, right? I, I'd imagine you do like 13 or 12 or.
0: Well, well, actually, they wanted 10. We're doing 11 right now. Oh, nice. Um, but they're, lo- they're long episodes, so you're getting bang for your buck. <laughs>
2: yeah, I like that. I like that. And then you're just doing yeah. a single season because you don't see many shows get multi-season deals anymore. So we're no, doing this I season. Mean, some
0: do, but it's also, I mean, this is a this is a different animal in yeah. a good way. And by the way, Fox was not I mean, Fox, we were 43-40 the first season, and they found a way to give us 48-10 in the second season. Oh, wow. By the way, so you know, which ain't easy to do on a network, so credit to them. Yeah, that's awesome, you know. Yeah, and now we're you know 58, 60, 62, 65. <laughs> I mean, now we're, we're real <laughs> long episodes, but but you know, it's not like we're sitting on scene longer, there's just more in the show. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah,
2: well, I'm excited with the push though. With the stay at home, has the pr- premiere date been pushed then? Obviously,
0: I mean, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, honestly. My answer is, is that everything, everything is going to be affected. I mean, I can't even get, you know, I just don't see how all of Hollywood isn't readjusting that way. Um, I mean, nothing has been set in stone, but, you know, no one has been on that lot in any official capacity for two months. So it's, uh, you know, things, things are going to be affected. I mean, I think the whole industry is going to be affected. I, mean, like,
2: I think things are going like to change. Mm -hmm. I I think a lot of things are going to change the way business is done. I think the way school is done seeing my, I mean, I I, saw my doctor twice since then it's all been on zoom.
0: It's been on zoom, right? Yeah. 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 I I think until, I mean, even if there is a vaccine that can be created or there's a treatment and all that other stuff, we're going to live. I mean, I think one day we're going to wake up. There's going to be something that'll happen. And then like six months, it'll be a, it'll be a distant memory. There will be some breakthrough, but until that point we are going to be, you know, doing this thing, <laughs> the, whatever this is. I'm not saying being in her houses the whole time, but right there will be something.
2: How, how do you think the the team of Orville would handle this whole COVID nineteen?
0: How do I think? I think they would put on their spacesuits and then drink. <laughs> so like no, everybody I think, else. Seriously, I think, was, so like I think everybody, everybody would just try and figure out how to get you know. I mean, they, we don't have synthesizers, but like we'd, li- they'd literally find a way to get the booze in their spacesuits and just wait the damn thing out. <laughs> actually, that's not true. I, I mean, if I'm being serious about the show, I also think they would actually try and find a solution in a quick <laughs> scientific fashion and try and better the Earth. Yeah. I mean, I mean they're all. Si- I mean, in their heart, they're. I mean, you know, it's 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 got a positive message in the middle, and it's 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 a very science based, you know, uh, positive based show. So. I think they'll get drunk, get a hangover, and then figure out how to save the planet.
2: <laughs> That's awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, probably. I mean, it's kind of what we do now. <laughs>
2: so, so you said this was your this is your dream job, which is which is awesome. Yeah. But if you weren't working on sci-fi, what's a genre that you really like working on?
0: Oh wow, uh, I love comedy. There was a little show called One Mississippi that Tig Notaro did. Yeah, which is like the like I love that show. If I could do shows like that, you know, you know, for the rest of my life, I mean, uh, a show like Barry, (laughs) there was a long line of people wanting to work on Barry. I didn't get that. (laughs) But uh, uh, yeah, no, I I love I love um, I love comedies that aren't quite comedies. Um, And also, you know, I love special effects. But if I could do an episode that has 50 shots and not 500 or 1000 that might be nice for a little bit, but I'm not there yet. I'm going to ride out the Orville till we need to. But yeah, that would, that would be my thing. I also miss, I like, got, I'm not going to lie. I kind of miss, I miss my little crime, you know, genre. Yeah. <laughs> I, I miss a little doing a little 48 hours here and there.
2: 48 hours is a great show though. That was, yeah.
0: No, that, I'm a big, I'm a, I'm a, i am ai know I love, I love true crime stuff. Even, yeah. even when I shouldn't.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> when you feel a little guilty. Oh. Do you think you got that bug? Yeah. you feel a
0: little guilty. That includes Tiger King. I feel completely guilty about liking that. <laughs>
2: I, I feel dirty liking Tiger King. <laughs>
0: no, that's a that's a multi-layered conversation.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> you should come back on. We should do just nothing but Tiger King and go over the ah, episode. Oh, yeah,
0: sure. Sure. I'll run, I'll, run, I'll run myself mouth into trouble on that one.
2: Oh, my God. You mentioned Tig Nataro. Did you see her on um, Star Trek Discovery? I did. She was great, right? She's
0: great. She's she's a really good actress, even though I don't, I mean, I would probably guess that she probably, I don't know what she would say, but yeah, um, she's, yeah, she's, uh, no, she's, she's really got a ton of heart and I mean, she's funny as fuck. So, Oh my uh, God. I just, I
2: tried to yeah, get people keep, to I watch not to her stand. I don't
0: know. Was I not supposed to curse?
2: <laughs> no, you can fucking curse all you fucking want. Don't worry uh, about uh,
0: it. Yeah, no, no, she's, yeah, no, uh, she's, she's funny as hell and she's she can, and no one can deliver a line as deadpan as, as she can. Right. So. Um, but they were great. I mean, they, uh, what's his name? My brain, like I said, who played Remy, who's also wrote. Oh, my God. My brain. What's his name? Jonathan Rothman, who played the dad. I mean, the cast was ridiculous. Oh, my God. Who played Remy? This is what I get for not. Which show? Not uh, on t- on uh, on one Mississippi. Oh. The, the cast was amazing.
2: Well, it's just, you know what? I got, a, I got a thing here that if I type questions in. Yes. It can sometimes come back with the right <laughs> shit.
0: See, I'm I'm using mine, so I <laughs> can't do that. But I'm going to use this thing called Google. This is what happens when I work 100 hours a week. I don't remember. So, yeah, anymore.
2: Tig Tig Notaro, Noah Harpster, John Rothman. Yeah, Noah
0: Harpster. Jesus Christ. Stephanie. Oh my, God. my apologies, to Noah Harpster. Yeah, <laughs> you got.
2: Yeah, this is a great cast.
0: Yeah, it's crazy, right?
2: Right. How did it just not take off?
0: Well, I think it did well. It's just you know, once again, I think if it was now and not two years ago, I mean, like they, you know. Their flea bag was TBD, and luckily flea bag came back. Oh my god, flea bag like is so the flea bag you know and love. But yeah, that was around the same time. Oh. I mean, they took out a, Amazon. Took out a couple of shows. They wanted. They just changed their model. They wanted to go for like larger material. Right. Yeah, you know, that's, that's right. how that goes. I mean, they're they're trying to find themselves
2: too. Yeah, they're trying to compete against Netflix, and what they're doing wasn't working for them yeah. in their eyes.
0: You know, the, the thing is with the with the streamers is that a year or two years is a long time in um, the land of, um, you know, evolution.
2: Yeah. Actually, this is a great question for you. Do you think yeah. that – so Hulu tends to release on a weekly basis. They don't drop the whole thing. Yes. But Netflix does. Yes. Do you think that's – it? are you a fan of the binge watching or do you want to have that weekly episodic type of feel to it?
0: Uh, I think it depends on the show. I think there's something to be having people to wait a week and talk about it. Yeah. I think it works well for, um, I think it works well for, uh, for Hulu and, um, uh, the handmaid's tale. I mean, our show is designed that way. So it should, but when I am, when I'm watching certain episodes, you know, and I'm in that mood. Yeah, I'd like to see them all at once, but yeah. I think there is something about teasing them out that forces a water cooler like conversation. Not that that's a you know real used word anymore, but you know what I mean. Yep, I know exactly what you mean. I I, I mean, if I had my preference, I think we would be on you know because like I still watch a lot of HBO, so yeah, I got to wait a week. Yeah, so I grew up on waiting a week, so that that's what I'm comfortable with. All like, oh, ten episodes, Jesus Christ, I'll I be f- here all night.
2: You know? I feel How? like the. Sketch thirty minute comedy or the twenty two minute sketch show,
0: yeah,
2: binge it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if, if Big Bang was on Netflix, I'd just binge it. Or community like no, Community on Netflix right now.
0: Meant to be. Yeah,
2: I like Community's on Netflix right now. I binge the shit out of it. I didn't watch seasons four, five, and six because they were all online, or five and six because they're online, or just six online. Anyways, what? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't see the last two seasons, so I started from season one. And I just binged it all the way through, and it was great, you know.
0: Well, because you're playing catch up, I think binging is great for catching up. Yeah,
2: yeah, but like the Orville, Star Trek, um, just those types of shows. Those, I think, the action adventure, action comedy, those ones that have a, you know, a a story that's going through the whole thing. I'd much prefer the weekly episodic,
0: unless it's like Uh, unless you're catching up. No, I'm I'm with you. See, I think it's great. See, even like the Orville, I think it's great if you haven't seen it to binge up on the first two seasons. But I think once you get there, then it's probably better if you tease it out and and get immersed in what people think about it and talking to other people about it. That's how I feel. Yeah. So I think it's good to catch up.
2: Well, Tom, we've been on for almost an hour already. Can you believe it?
0: Oh my God. Sorry about that.
2: No, are you kidding? We can go another I'm hour sure. I'm if you're so ready. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great. I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your insights yeah, on course. Orville and and how you got there, and all the fun stuff. I'd love to have you back if you're if you're game.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I would I would happily join you guys again. So are
3: you are you, are you really gonna make me play Shoop at the end of this? Oh. Hell yeah, dude. If you have it,
2: you have to put it at the end of this stuff because Ugh. that was phenomenal. Are you kidding? You brought it up. And I was like, you still have it? You're like, yeah, I still got it. So I was like, shit, it's got to go in.
3: Dude, okay. So <laughs> I'll, I will play it at the, I'll, I'll put it the, after the after the music you can hear. It's like, it's the full song. But I want to preface it with letting everybody know that this was done by three guys who did not know what they were doing to record, we're recording ourselves in a garage, and I'm rapping one of the ver- or two of the verses I play. the I do. And I do, I did all the music, but like I didn't have a drum set. So the drums is literally me tapping on the table with the microphone on the table to get the drum sounds. So that's the production quality of this recording. Just so you know, it's not, it is oh, not it's not perfect. Be awesome. It's going to be so awesome. <laughs> How fun
2: so, was it talking with Tom?
3: Oh man, he was so, it was so good. It was so fun. It was, uh, it, 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 I I got, I got to, I got to, I got to out myself. It's one of the things I, I, I always do is if, if I haven't done something or whatever, I've done something, I out myself. Cause it's, it's, I believe in it's fun. Right. I haven't watched the Orville ever. I've never oh, seen an episode. I not love that show one, but you know what I'm going to watch now?
2: Orville. Yeah.
3: I'm going to watch all of it. So, Oh
2: my God, dude, the whole scene of Isaac cutting off Gordon's leg is so good. Yeah. And it is yeah. so funny. And it's just like, Oh, it, I love that show. I hope it's on for quite a while. You know, yeah. Seth MacFarlane is, I think he's a genius in the realm of Oh, I agree. Hope or TV, comedy, movies. I think the guy is, does not get the props. He's he deserves. next level, man.
3: He is next level, con- next level content creator of, of, of everything, of movies and TV. I mean, just, just yeah. music, everything.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he is just so much fun and, like I said in, in the in the interview, I, I seriously think that Orville is based more on actual relationships and the way people actually react to things. Yeah, you know, oh, and yeah. because you go through life, you laugh, you you cry, you have all these different emotions. Uh, I think one of the biggest things in my life is humor. Yeah, we're constantly it is. joking, constantly having fun and, and laughing and and. You know, the Star Trek doesn't show that kind of, Star Wars doesn't show that side of things. Everything no, is so serious. serious. Yeah. yeah. And I think the Orville is more realistic in that, in the relationships of the characters of what's happening. And I don't think anybody does it better than Seth MacFarlane.
3: Yeah, now I'm going to have to watch it. Because I've, I've wanted to watch it. It's been on my list. I've got to watch my mom watch it. My mom loves that show. My mom watches it all the time. Yeah. And I've been meaning to watch it. I just never, never oh, did. So now good. it's like, it's so now I, I feel like I have to watch it. If I don't watch it, I'm... I, I'm not doing my job of this podcast right.
2: Yeah. Well, when season three gets announced for its premiere date, because with everything that's going on right now in the world, um, it's obviously going to get pushed. Yeah, everything's so pushed. Yeah. I think what we'll do is we'll take like the month before and have a weekly series or maybe a month and a half, whatever that timeline is. Cause we're going to try to work some things out and try to get people from the show on. Yeah. We're going to do our best. If not, then we'll have Tom on once a week until it, premieres
3: <laughs> or, or we'll just talk to ourselves once a week about it yeah Why not? we'll
2: just talk to ourselves once a week until it premieres because yeah. that would be amazing but <laughs> and then we'll and then the big premiere and maybe we can try to do like maybe we can watch the, the first the pre- season premiere
3: of oh, uh, season live three stream? together and do a live stream that'd be awesome yeah yeah that'd be awesome so
2: all right guys there
3: you go there you go that's a show that is a show
2: if you really enjoyed that like we did because i think you can hear that the, the fun that we're having while yeah. you're listening to that, you want to hear more shows like that, then head over to Spoilerverse.com. There is a massive amount of content for you to consume.
3: Yeah, there is literally, and I don't say that. I don't say that lightly, literally hundreds of hours of content. To listen to hundreds of episodes, at least 600 episodes of content you can listen to all for free, no paywall from our show and from all the other shows in the network. Like Bridging the Geekdoms, and Shooting the Sith, and Haphazard Adventures, and Misery Point Radio, and the list goes on and on and on. And there's so many articles for you to go read about reviews of comic books and movies that have come out, reviews of old stuff that has come out in the past, uh, opinion pieces from The Roaches in with Jay Roach, you know the K-Files, Supernatural stuff with Sarah Kay, and we got so much more stuff in there that if you just go there, you will not be disappointed in the amount of content that you can get there just simply by... Clicking and reading and listening. And if you like all of that, if you do enjoy what you listen there, listen to there and read there, what you can do to help and you want to support us is we have a T public page. Where we sell, we have t shirts there. They're not, you know, we get a couple dollars for them. It helps out. You can go out and wear the shirt and show everybody your, your spoiler crunch, your spoiler versus bride, or whatever you want to call it. And, and, and they look great. They look sexy. They will definitely get you laid for whatever man, woman, whatever you want. They will, you're guaranteed to get laid in those.
2: <laughs> okay. The last thing that we're going to ask you to do. Is if you want to support us, you can do the tea Public, like Johnny just mentioned. You can also go to Facebook and find us at Spoilerverse or at SpoilerCountry. Or you can get us on Twitter at Spoiler underscore Country. Then the very last thing, I promise, is the last thing I'm going to bring up. You can go to your podcatcher on your phone. Yep. You can search for Spoiler Country. Hit subscribe. Yep. And then on top of that, go to out to your podcatcher again and give us a review. Yeah, That's it. please do that. Please. All we right. want to hear from you. That's, I think that's where we're at, right?
3: Yep, that's where we're at, man.
2: Don't forget, in our oceans of podcasts,
3: we are Cthulhu.
2: And as Cthulhu compels you to do,
3: open the mind and read more.
1: Doing, baby. No, not you. You, the bow-legged one. What's your name? Ooh, damn, that sounds sexy. Uh, here I go. Here I go. Here I go again. Girls, what's my weakness? Okay, then, chilling, chilling. Mind of my business. You saw they looked around, and I couldn't believe this. I swear, I stared. My niece, my witness. The brother had it going on with something kind of wicked, wicked. Had to kick it. I'm not shy, so I asked for the digits Oh home no, that don't make me see what I want Slip slide to it swiftly Buzz in my hips, so I dip back to my bag of tricks And then I flipped for a tip Make me wanna do tricks for Licking Like a lollipop should be licked Came to my senses and I chilled for a bit Don't know how you do the voodoo that you do so well It's a spell, hell makes me wanna shoot, shoot, shoot hey. The uh, pack in the stack, especially in the back but you wanna thank you, mother, for a button like that. some with a shake, shake hoodie. looks this kill you would be my you're your shotgun. Bang! Bang! What's up with that thing? I wanna know, how does it hang oh, straight bang! up? Way up, hold up, it's like still Prince like you, princess. Sexy motherfucker. Well, uh, I like a wild b-boy style by the miles sweet black skin with a smile bright as the sun i wanna have some fun come and give me some of that yum yum chocolate chip honey can i get a scoop baby take a ride in my coop you making me wanna the subject peps on the set make you get hot make you work up a sweat when you skip to my loom my darling not falling in love but i'm falling for you. i to get you bet your bottom dollar you are best under pressure Get your, get your lips wet, cause it's time to have a One, get set, go, let me go, let me shoot. To the next man in a three-piece suit. I spend all my dough, Ray, me, Q, shoot, shoot, the doobie. I like Scooby, doobie, doo. I love you in your big jeans. You give me nice dreams. You make me wanna scream, ooh, ooh, ooh. I love what you do. When you do what you do, you make me wanna shoot. Yeah. Oh my goodness! man. Yo, look at him. She the cutest brother in here. And he's coming this way. Ooh! A centipede wanna kick with me too. But I'm wicked G. Hit skins, but never quickly. And hit the skins for the hell of it. Just for the delegate. For the smell of it. Come on my broad, here's my hot rod. I 12 inches to E.R. the yard. can sounding like a retard. Big 20, 6 two, wanna hit you. What you want? What you wanna do? Shoot me! Shoot